Picture it. Torrington, Connecticut, 1979. Every single one of my friends had the exact same kitchen, same fridge, same toaster oven, same Mr. Coffee coffee maker. Fast forward to 2024. Everyone's home's different now. Everyone's kitchen's different. Our homes, though, all share one thing, an internet dead spot. Except at the Aram household, I have wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only from Xfinity. You got to check it out, friends. Wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Get all the details online and the benefits at Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Herman Cain and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Why you're listening is your own business. I would never listen. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, a camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the bus, Jeff and him. Tell me about the master play. Oh, my Lord, Lord, Welcome back to the show, 11.07, 7 after 11. Hey, it's the Mark Aram Show, Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Still to come, Johnny Kilbasso, the fast food review, breaking news in the fast food world. McDonald's going to start serving breakfast all the mother blanking time. And it's about damn time that they started doing that. Uh, but let me calm down for a second. We're discussing, we got way off the, the central topic tonight, which is not abnormal on the Mark Aram Show. Food pantries are popping up on college campuses now where if kids in college can't afford food, they go to a food pantry and they take home donated canned goods or dry goods, whatever, um, to help them get through, which I think is fine. But if that was available to me when I was 19, 20 years old, I would not be the person I am today. The struggle that I went through there made me who I am today. When I had to go out and buy 49 cent pasta and eat that as a meal. Um, To go and get free food, I think, would have dulled my survival instinct and would have, you know, not given me the desire to to get ahead in life. So I I, listen, it's good for them, I guess. But I think in in the short term, it's good for them. But in the long term, is that make them dependent on handouts? Like, I mean, yeah. But who's donating food to a, college. a food pantry to college kids yeah, and not know. to an actual food pantry for people who <laughs> for really homeless need people. it? Do you know what That's I mean? That's a good question. I don't now, know. I, I was just sitting here trying to write, think about <laughs> who would go, I've got a, a food pantry for 20-somethings or a or food homeless. pantry for homeless yeah, people. Because a lot of college kids aren't like stocking up on like, you know, like we have can like I have tons of cans in my yeah. pantry right now that I oh, I can give them one or two of those. It's not like a college kid's going to be like, oh, I got twenty cans of no, green beans. There or- are there are adults apparently donating oh, okay. to this. I, I guess. just think it would be better to maybe donate yeah, it to. A I home. agree with that. That's a good that's, point. Uh, that's my there, whole. You know what? The article I tweeted might explain it. But Probably. I didn't finish the article. Nah, you just, <laughs> you, you, you I got title. I got through three paragraphs. I was like, yeah. oh, we'll talk about Maybe this. they're yeah, homeless students, <laughs> and it's kind of helping both. Maybe so. I just thought of another thing. So my go-to, we're asking what was, at, at your poorest in life, when you're really down in the dumps, and, and for a lot of us it was in school, some of us it's right now, what was the one cheap meal that got you through? For me, it was a 49-cent 
pound of pasta you get on sale, a little butter, a lot of garlic salt, and boom, I was done. I just remembered another thing, though. Um, sometimes if they're on sale, instant mashed potatoes. You can go a long ways with instant mashed potatoes. I used to eat, and what's so funny, like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just, once I started eating instant mashed potatoes, and I'm not going to throw my mother under the bus and say she made them, but she did. Um, so I never grew up with, like, homemade mashed potatoes, so that's all I've known. And I remember I first started dating my wife, I made her a shepherd's pie. And oh, no. I used instant mashed potatoes on it because that's what the hell. That's right. what you do. Right. And she's like, are these instant mashed potatoes? I was like, yeah. She's like, you have a job, right? What is <laughs> you have a job? She's like, why nice. are these? And I, was, I never, I just assumed that was normal. Like I'd never seen anyone make mashed potatoes before. I just thought instant was the way to go. <laughs> so, nice. yeah. All right. So that's what we're talking about. What was the meal that got you through the tough times? 404 872 0750 1 800 WSB Talk. Marco in Lilburn. Marco. <laughs> Welcome to the program, buddy. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, sir? Good. Yeah, I got a couple of them. Um, when we were young, we made uh, white rice and just a can of tuna and uh, throw it in there, mix it up. Some uh, fresh cracked pepper and uh, awesome. You put uh, tuna in rice? In white rice, yeah. Just get uh, Back then it was just a water and uh, tuna and water, but now I like the tuna and olive oil because I still make it now. Something real quick, and uh, I got the wife to like it. She probably, she never always saw me eating it. But, yeah, just cook white rice, put it in a bowl, and get a can of tuna and just throw it in there, mix it up. and that's oh, That basically is you're eating cat food, right? Like, that doesn't sound good to me. Longoria, <laughs> hey, back me good. up on that. No, that's pretty good, I guess. Like, I like tuna. That's like fish. And I like rice. But I'm not eating a can of tuna and rice. That's that's cat oh, food. Try it. No, yeah, I'm not gonna try it. <laughs> Back me up, Chuck. Would you do that? Uh, yeah, in a heartbeat. Really? Yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. pretty good. What's the, I mean, what's the difference if you leave? I don't care. Know. Serve them separate. Give me them on two plates. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so it's just like the mixing. Yeah, the mixing of them together is gross. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't. I, no. I would do it. <laughs> no, Marco. No offense. I'm never coming to your house for dinner. <laughs> right? I remember when you could afford a little can of uh, yeah, salmon instead of the little cans of tuna. Never tried those the either. Can, but that, yeah. that, I used to think, because I, you know, tuna was cheap. Yeah. But I remember when I'd have just enough money to get a can of salmon instead of a can of tuna, I thought I was, you know, it's like You're caviar. Balling. It was like, yeah, it was, it was like caviar to me. <laughs> can of salmon. I would never eat a can of salmon. I couldn't do it. <laughs> uh, Noah's in Conyers. What's up, Noah? Uh, not much. How are you doing tonight? Excellent, sir. What's cooking? Uh, well, I still eat it today, but a bag of red beans. And get a pound of rice, and you can eat off that three, four, or five days. Red beans and rice didn't miss her. Exactly. I mean, you spend what five dollars total, and you can eat five five suppers off of it easy. Yeah, you just can't see people uh, in a closed environment for five days either. No, you can't be around anybody yeah. for more than a few <laughs> minutes, and you can't drive around with the windows up. Either. That's it's funny. We're seeing. I think we're seeing two distinct. Uh, poor groups here, the rice folk and the pasta folk. So you've got the rice folk that are going beans and rice, tuna and rice. What the hell is that? <laughs> and then you've got like the pasta folks, the ramen people, the spaghetti people. So I think it's just depending on how you're. And then there's the third, I guess, would be the potato people. Yeah. Right. One guy on Facebook said baked potatoes. That's what he would live on was baked potatoes. Potatoes were super cheap. Yeah, buy a super bag. Super cheap. And you used to, I used to bake them and then let them cool off. And then if you had like a cheese grater, and then you can make hash browns, and then you can mix. You're stuff a freaking in them. gourmet, John. Yeah, yeah, I figured out. I figured out how He's to. He's like my cousin. Potatoes. I'd eat the potatoes. What's your cousin's of, name? 
Michael. Oh, that was a chick. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Fatback's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Fatback. Hey, man. Pretty spree. Welks, buddy. Now, this is not the cheapest meal, but for bang for your buck, it, it really works. El Monterey does uh, frozen burritos in a family pack of eight. Okay. You buy them, throw them in the oven for about 20 minutes, then you take two cans of uh, refried beans, the larger cans, and uh, spread the, the beans out on top of the, the uh, burritos, cook them, and then you put enchilada sauce on top of that. And you can eat three or four days on that. Longoria, what do you think of that? It sounds pretty good. Speak of the devil, I've, I've still got nine frozen Mexican dinners in my freaking freezer. You told freezer. me like two weeks ago. I don't I trust them now. We're going to have to go buy a new one. <laughs> no, I'll check the expiration yeah, date. Okay. That's That seems too rich for my blood fat back. That's a lot of ingredients. It, but you'll have three or four meals at least. I get it. I get it. So, you know. It sounds delicious. Much, I'd much rather oh. eat at your house than Marco's house. If you're making <laughs> yeah, the, the frozen burritos and the... cat food. Yeah, no, I don't want the, the tuna and rice. That's ridiculous. I used to make cheese sandwiches with mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Just to give it... <laughs> Why? Because I didn't have anything else. Like, yellow mustard was really cheap. And so when you'd make your like when you make a cheese sandwich, yeah, that's just fine. Put a really thin layer of mustard on there, hey, get a little spice. Mm. No, I'm, I'm telling you, unless I, there was ham there. If you put a, if you put ham in there, then I'll put mustard on it. Is that the only time you're putting mustard on a sandwich? No, yeah. but I'm talking like a grill, like a, when you make oh, your grilled cheese I'll put sandwich. Mustard on everything. Ham and cheese yeah. sandwich, you get mustard. Anything else? No. What? Hot dog, mustard, ham and cheese. That's it. Nah, I need a flavoring, man. Yeah. You know, if you're getting a turkey sandwich. Put mustard sandwich, on fries. No, no mustard there. Mustard on fries? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mix it up with my ketchup. You oh. do too? Yeah. I, yes. Awesome. I thought I was the only one that did that. No, that's the bomb. I, I have get, to do that every time. The look on his face is yeah. the look I get yeah. when I do that. Like, I'll be at McDonald's and I'll be mixing them together. Oh, like, yeah. What are you doing? I put like I'm two like, cap packages of ketchup and then one of mustard. Mustard, and you then you mix are like it together. Three years yeah. old. What are you talking about? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's Listen, good. All right. That's the best. Dipping a French fry into a ketchup mm. is as close to heaven we can get on earth. I mean, <laughs> that is. It's got a little mustard. We, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. No, no, no. Listen, we've perfected that. There's no disputing. Ketchup. And French fries, boom! We've, you know, unless you enhance it with mustard. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Why would you no. do that? Because like, it tastes really good. There's, yeah. there are so few things in life that can give you as much pleasure as dipping French fries in ketchup. Why mess with a perfect thing? Because it's not that perfect. Yeah. It is perfect. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes better with mustard. Yes. Oh, I, I put ketchup now. and mustard on like chili <laughs> cheese fries too. That's the best. That's, or like the oh. chili cheese tots from Sonic. Yeah. Those are really good. The <laughs> it's just so horrified. It's not ass. any worse than than tuna and rice. That's Which for sure. Is totally. Fine. It's in the same vein, though. No. <laughs> yes. No. I'd be just as disgusted going to Marco's house, right? And he gives me a, a can of tuna on rice. <laughs> if you and Chuck are, you know. Crossing streams with ketchup and mustard. Hey, I used to do it with saltines. If I had ketchup or it didn't matter, I'd put them on saltines when I was starving. I, I would I would make little little <laughs> saltine mustard sandwiches, and, you because know, I needed no. other, something other than mustard. Just not good. Just not good, guys. <laughs> Joe the trucker. Joe, help me out here, my friend. Preach, Mr. Mark. Welk, sir. What's going on? Road sandwiches, and I had some tonight. Crackers and uh, bologna. Crackers and bologna. Those are messy while you're eating, though, no? No, you just tear the bologna up and put it on the cracker, two crackers, and go to town with it. You don't have any must, fuss, or cleanup. You throw mustard on that? If you got the package. Now, I would put mustard on that. Bologna on a cracker, yeah, I would put some mustard on that. 
Not mustard right. and ketchup. Not ketchup, but mustard on a bologna and cracker, yeah. But it's still called a road sandwich. It's just crackers and bologna. Yeah, that's fine. I like it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Joe, always a pleasure, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank Have, you, Mr. Mark. Take care, buddy. Uh, Mimi's in McDonough. Mimi, save me, please. Mark, you are crazy. I caught your baby got back reference. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. You are crazy, but Marco, that's nasty. He's cool, but that's nasty. <laughs> <They're> right. <laughs> um, yeah, my go-to meal was hamburger helper and sloppy joes. Not together, but you know. I, you know, I've, I think I would love hamburger helper, but I've never eaten hamburger helper. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, he, you can try the cheeseburger kind. Exactly. I think I would yeah. love it, but because my, my mom never made it for me growing up. And then when I was on my own, like we've mentioned, I couldn't afford hamburger for the helper, so I never had it then. Mm-hmm. So I've never in my life had hamburger helper. I think I would really like it, though. You should try it. That's great. Yeah. Now, someone on Twitter has, he said he eats hamburger helper without the hamburger. Yeah. So oh, no. Kind of like the guy in uh, yeah. Vacation. Uh, vacation. <laughs> uh, no meat, uh, Eddie? <laughs> they call it hamburger helper, but I think it's just fine on its own, Clark. <laughs> yeah. So, Mark, what about sardines? Uh, Jim Tripodi ate them every day in elementary school for lunch, and I was really turned off by them. So, Oof. yeah, okay. I like all sorts of salted fish and cured fish, but a can of sardines, I don't think I would, I would do that. Smoked oysters. You have to try the ones in the hot sauce. Those are good. You that's, should try them. That's not good. At th- I'd rather have, <laughs> I'd rather have Marco's tuna and rice <laughs> than sardines and hot sauce. Mimi, have a great night, buddy. You too. Bye. Right. We're coming back with your calls, including Nancy. Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. You never know what's coming out of her mouth. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Crazy with the books. Googly goo, where's the gravy? So one, two, um, buckle my, um, sue, yabadoo, hibbity hoo, cracker bruise, so a trick or treat. From my feet, get my dribbity, drop the head. So books get on your walk and spark that old... Uh-oh. Mark Aram. Nothing happens on the show. It's just like life. So what is it? What did you do today? I got up and came to work. There's a show. That's a show. Maybe something happens to you on the way to work. No, no, no. Nothing happens. Welcome back to the show. 1123, 74 degrees on Peachtree Street. Johnny Kubasa about 15 minutes away with a fast food review. Nancy joins us in Smyrna. Nancy, how are you, my dear? I'm fine. Enjoying your show immensely. Thank you, darling. So what is uh, in the toughest times in Nancy's life? What has gotten you by food-wise? Well, I'll, I'll say it's even now. Uh, if I'm really hungry for something, I'll go to Taco Bell and get two ground beef gorditas because it's a full meal. <laughs> you've got your diced-up tomatoes, you've got lettuce, you've got sour cream, and you've got ground beef, two for $5. That sounded like a commercial for Taco Bell. Say it again. Say, hey, this is Nancy and Smyrna. When I'm hungry, <laughs> I go to Taco Bell for a blah, blah, blah. Say it for me. Well, I go to Taco Bell for two ground beef gorditas. <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> oh, really? It is a full meal because you've got diced tomatoes and lettuce, and there's your salad. And as long as you got the uh, sour cream, that's tremendous. But one thing that you were talking about putting ketchup on things, I well, I couldn't stand it. I suffered for thirty-five years with um um uh indigestion and heartburn and until i got dr peter diodamo's book 
and he said... He said, stop out. eating gorditas. <laughs> no, 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 no. He said, well, I used to line my uniform pockets with Gaviscon when I'd go on duty because I'd be in such pain. And um, But anyway, after I read his book, he said, cut out tomatoes, cut out ketchup and anything with tomatoes in it. Because the acidity. I swear to God, in less than two weeks, I had no more pain. But you're still eating the gorditas would have tomatoes on them. Well, uh, yeah, but that's that's disparate. You got to live. That's not, yeah. you know, they're, not, not even, they're not even real tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to worry about that. About. Nancy, that was the greatest thing I've ever heard. Thank you. Dennis is up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Dennis. Hey, Mark, this is Dennis. I uh, appreciate your show. I uh, listen to you just about every night when I'm uh, editing on the computer. Thank you, sir. But, uh, hey, my uh, the go-to food that I had, mostly when we was, uh, when we was really young, was uh, hoe cake. What's a hoe cake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, ba- it's just basically uh, all-purpose flour, throw a little bacon powder in there and salt and uh, mix it up with water to make it like a pancake. Okay. As a pancake, and then you fry it in a frying pan. Oh, okay, right? yeah, I've heard of them. Absolutely. Self-rising flour. Some, some people actually use um, cornmeal for that and stuff. And uh, We I call them one... Johnny Cakes, where I'm from. Okay. Johnny Cakes. But uh, it was really cheap, and uh, as a matter of fact, I remember one time I had some friends over, my mom, we didn't have anything to feed anybody, so she just made those up and gave us those, and my friends had no idea that was the only thing we had in the house to, to feed anybody. Oh, wow. And, yeah, that so. that's tough, though, when you're... Yeah, that's a whole nother show, having f- kids over your oh, house. Oh, like friends over. Yeah, and that's yeah. a whole nother show. Bob, real quick, uh, welcome to the Mark Aram Show, sir. Hey, glad to be here. Enjoy your show. Thank you, buddy. Uh, back in the 70s and 80s, uh, it wasn't a particular food, but all the bars had great hors d'oeuvres, and you could go have dinner for the price of a drink. Just have one drink, and then you eat all the happy hour food that they you give you. Eat all, all you can hold. I've did that. Uh, here's the one deal we had in in college was five on Monday Night Football, five dollars all you can eat wings. And I they would try to make them super super hot so you drink more. And I'd be like, I want wings, no sauce. Just bring me a plate of naked <laughs> nice. wings so I could eat as many as I could and not you know be crushed by the hot sauce. I would do that. And then, oh, I got to tell you about the all-you-can-eat crab leg story. That'll come up after news, weather, and traffic. And your calls at your poorest in life. What was the one meal that got you by? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Everything. Black cards, black cars, all black, everything. And I girls a black purse, riding with they villagers. I can't more in depth if you boys really real enough. This is like a million. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there is. severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. This is Jacob Murphy, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. I'm the news intern, but no, I won't get you coffee. Welcome back to the show, 11.35, 25 in front of midnight. Yes, this is the Mark Aram Show. Tomorrow on the show, Lonely Tailgater with Blessed or Not Blessed. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite coming up on Thursday. And uh, some other stuff. Oh, the guy from The Sopranos. What is Napoleon Dynamite even doing? Anymore? I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow on the Kinda Mark Aram Show. Kind of fell off the radar. Thursday, Thursday okay. in the market. So um, I'm interviewing um, the guy from The Sopranos. You watch? You were a Sopranos fan? You watch it? Uh, I didn't watch. I mean, I, I, I'm Bobby Bacala. Okay. Who was married to uh, Tony's sister? 
Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, the big guy. He sent me, ironically enough, sent me, he's hawking some uh, spaghetti sauces. <laughs> oh, so nice. On my, really? If you guys want any, there's jars of it on my desk right there. So you should donate it to the uh, kids' I should pantry. donate to the <laughs> pantry at <laughs> Georgia State. You're right. Exactly right. Um, some, yeah, so he's some coming Some nice up. kid could have that. I, I re- this is my first Sopranos guest. So I'm really excited to nice. talk to him. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. All right, uh, back to the phones. Food pantries at college campuses now a thing where uh, kids that can't afford food can go get food for free. When I was that age, we didn't have such a thing, and we had to get by on cheap meals. At the poorest in your life, what was the cheap meal that got you by? For me, it was a 49-cent pound of pasta, a little butter, and a lot of garlic salt. Chuck made a hash brown casserole or a tater tot casserole that sounds tater amazing tots. yeah it wasn't i want bad. you to make that tomorrow that you were you were trailer park gourmet back yeah, in the i day. learned how to make some stuff and yeah. longoria just hot dogs and hot weenies. dogs in uh on white bread and white bread couldn't That's afford it. the buns no why why get buns when you can yeah, when you can eat it with bread oh, even i, I still do that now my mother-in-law cents. told me like we ran out of buns one day and i was like oh, i'll just eat it on bread she's like what i was like yeah just eat just give me like, you heathen just give me the ends i even like the ends of the bread just give me the ends the crusts yeah Good stuff. All right. Uh, Larry's in Alpharetta. Larry, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you, Mark? What's going on, Larry? Well, just uh, look, I'm 62 years old. Back when I was 18 and in Chicago, University of Illinois, Champaign, there used to be a place called Prince Castle, and it was a, it was a burger place. You could buy burgers there for like 10, 15 cents a piece. What year was oh, this? Yeah, all right. They're they're not around anymore. In the sixties, though. I'm six. That what? was uh, 1970, 1972. That's right a good there. price. That's a good price. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, you know, White Castle, which is the same as Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they were like fifteen cents a piece too. So. I mean, I survived on that stuff. Yeah, I could never. I couldn't afford meat. I couldn't afford any sort of meat. There was a run there where it was. Yeah, it was. There was no protein in my diet. Let beans have protein, I guess. Yeah, but there was no uh, poultry, no beef, no pork, no nothing. Pasta, 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 pasta. And now you're not eating meat again. Now I'm not eating meat again <laughs> on purpose. Steve's in Swanee. Steve, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you, Mark. Excellent. Um, it was a uh, college, of course, no money, and uh, big date night was Sunday at lunch. We could go to uh, Western Sizzler. It was a dollar date for that uh, baked potato, that 99-cent baked potato bar. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah. No, no, no. 99 cents, and you could put everything on the bar there. So we put bacon bits, sour cream. <laughs> you, could put, you could put the tuna on it, man. You could put everything on it. We'd load it up. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, that's... That'd be your first and last date, but uh, it was it was dollar date. See, I wouldn't go there with a, a date. I would go there with my boys. All right, so here's I forgot the crab leg story. So there was an Italian restaurant mm-hmm. in Poughkeepsie mm-hmm. that on Wednesday nights had all you can eat crab legs for nine ninety nine. Nice, that's not bad. So we would go like eight or ten of us and go, and the first thing comes out. It's a clay, it's a plate of crab legs with mashed potatoes and like veggies or whatever. And then they'll just bring you more crab legs. And we would go, like 12 of us, and like two of us would go to class and then come back. <laughs> like we'd leave in shifts. Uh, yeah. And they finally, they would just bring out big, um, 
metal bowls full of crab's legs. Like picture a huge ass salad bowl right, right. full of crab legs, and they just throw it in the in the middle of the table, <laughs> and we'd be there for like four or five hours because you don't right. fill up really eating crab right, legs. Right. There's, and finally, they're like, "All right, we, we're gonna let it slide this time, but you guys can never come back here again." <laughs> nice. We were there for four hours <laughs> eating crab legs. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa, and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? Whether it's Monday or whether it's Tuesday, I'm wrapped in bacon and I'm here for the take-in. You can take me on down the road anytime, anyplace, big daddy. Hey, before we get to the breaking fast food news of uh, McDonald's serving breakfast all day, um, what was uh, your go-to meal uh, like in college when you didn't have money or post-college, whatever? Yeah, uh, I worked, I was a four-star letterman or four-year letterman at a pizza place where I went to college, and they had this, uh, back in the day, it was pick two for five bucks, so you could pick from uh, order breadsticks, six-inch sub, or a little seven-inch pizza. It was the best deal in town for five bucks. And if I was working, I got a half price. Not too bad. Yeah. So you know, a little personal pizza. But like, all right, let's let's fast forward. After you're, you graduate from college, you move to Atlanta. You're living on Kenwood. No, what was the name of your street? Azalea. You're living Azalea on Azalea with legendary. with Matcham, Fennick, and Dickinson. You have right. no money. What, uh, is that how you invented pizza cups? Is it what was your your go-to meal with those boneheads? Oh, uh, with those boneheads, it was usually a dozen wings from the famous pub. Or <laughs> the old standby bologna, mustard, a slice of fake cheese, and a handful of uh, off-brand potato chips on All a right. sandwich. I like that. All right, so Johnny, um, McDonald's serving fast food. Here's a clip from Big Daddy, which which I think highlights all of her concerns when it comes to McDonald's breakfast. We'll take uh, hotcakes and sausage. Uh, sorry, sir, we stopped serving breakfast. What are you talking about? We're four seconds late. No, you're 30 minutes and four seconds late. We stopped serving breakfast at 10.30. Ah, horse <laughs> No, 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 don't cry. I'm sorry. I wasn't cursing at you. I was cursing at the lady. Nice parenting. Hey, thanks. Are you my therapist? Take a walk. You want a Happy Meal? We'll get you one of those Happy Meals. You got a Happy Meal? Can we get a Happy Meal? Will somebody get you a Happy Meal? We've all been at that level of frustration when we get to oh, McDonald's two minutes too late and we miss breakfast, Johnny, but that apparently is not going to be a problem anymore. Well, we hope it's not going to be a problem because McDonald's is more concerned with logistics than just about anything. Mm-hmm. You'd think I thought it would just be easy just to go into the walk-in cooler and get the egg after 1030, but apparently there's a lot more to it. They're going to have to re redesign the way they operate in the McDonald's kitchen because they their flat top temperatures are different for breakfast than they are for lunch. So I'm not exactly sure uh, hardware speaking what they're going to do differently, but to keep those sausage patties fresh isn't exactly the same as keeping those beef patties fresh. Luckily they're both wafer thin these days so it doesn't really matter. But it's I, I mean I, 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 I like it was Excuse me. Um, <laughs> I almost threw up on the air. Um, with someone with my schedule, I, I like the comforting knowledge that I can get a freaking egg McMuffin at, at 7 p.m. Or, like, that's my, that's 7 p.m. to me is 7 a.m. to everyone else. So I like the fact that I can wake up at 7 a.m. and go, oh, I'm going to get hotcakes and sausage, or I'm going to get 
an egg McMuffin. That, it's just warm and comforting to me to know that. Me too, because it's nice knowing that they actually have something that tastes good on the menu <laughs> after 10.30. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Where do you stand on these bananas mixing ketchup and mustard together and dipping their fries in it? Ketchup and mustard, you know, back when I was in school, we used to call that the uh, poor man's barbecue sauce when we had corn dogs for lunch. <laughs> Hell like, yes. Oh, you want barbecue sauce? Oh, just mix your ketchup and mustard together. So you're okay with that? I'm okay with it in uh, in situations where those that's the only choice you have. Am I going to do that at home? No. But I, I love... I think the perfect marriage is mayo and yellow mustard together. Oh, oh that is... <laughs> I'm oh hanging up. Goodbye. <laughs> that's what I put on my Subway sub. I love mayo with hot sauce. Uh, <laughs> mayo that's and yellow know, mustard? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I get on my uh, Subway sub, and it just... They dance together in infinity. All right, <laughs> all right, <laughs> That's a good one. all right, Jared. Listen, so here's something. I forgot. I wish I could tell you who told me this, <laughs> but <laughs> someone, someone said they. Uh, who was it? Someone just got back from Europe, and they said they cut at a restaurant there. They had Thousand Island dressing, and they called mm -hmm. it American sauce. They're like, do you oh, want fuck. American sauce with that? Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. So apparently in Europe, Thousand Island dressing which is basically ketchup, mayo, and relish, is uh, American oh. sauce. Yeah, because they don't, they don't know what the Thousand Islands are over there. Yeah. Just like, just like they don't know what a quarter pounder is. Yeah. Royale with cheese. Right. And the Thousand Islands are on the, uh, what, the St. Lawrence River, I believe. Johnny, do you, will you, would you put mayo and mustard on the fifth best burger out there, the Arby's Beef and Cheddar? <laughs> <laughs> that was a setup. Would you do that or no? No, because I don't. I don't know if they even have yellow mustard at Arby's. Because I'm. I just. I doused it in. Now I'll tell you what I mixed together is the Arby sauce and the horsey sauce. Horsey That's sauce. What I do yeah. That's Arby's delicious. On the fifth best burger. Horsey and sauce is delish. Yeah, I'm a big fan yeah. of the horsey sauce. I was supposed to get sliders for you guys today. I just you realized were. that. We'll do that Tuesday. Saw commercials all day. I was like, man, I can't wait to get those. <laughs> wait, what's today? Oh, Today's nothing. Tuesday. Yeah, I'll bring them in on Thursday. All right. I actually went online and saw the different types of sliders. There's a lot of the you one I'm curious week, though is here. chicken finger on a dinner roll is the one I want to try. <laughs> yeah, that's the one mm. I want. Chicken. It finger works at holiday parties too. Yeah, exactly. All right, Johnny, uh, keep us up to speed. Let us know when the uh, ETA is on breakfast twenty four seven here at McDonald's. Will you? Continuing coverage for WSB right here with Johnny Kobasa. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, we appreciate you as always, and... If the cholesterol is high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kilbasa. At Johnny Kilbasa. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. Johnny Kilbasa. Mayo and mustard. No, not, not going to do that. I'm like George Wallace, uh, the Alabama governor in the, in the 40s. I don't want things mixed. <laughs> like, I don't want ketchup and mayo mixed. I don't want mustard and ketchup mixed. Listen, separate. I'm, oh, I'm like a so uh, segregationist in Alabama in the fifties. <laughs> so I don't want you know. Keep them separate. Separate. McDonald's has ketchup and mustard on their burgers. If not in their, New York. If you order their cheeseburgers, you can ketchup. Not mustard. in New York. <laughs> here you do. I know here you do, but in New York, there's they never put mustard on a McDonald's hamburger. Hmm. That's just I don't understand yeah. that. There's nothing better than a good oh, blob the best, of mustard. Dude. That's on the best. No, yeah. they're, you, they're, have you tried it? Yes. Well, have I tried it? What have a, you tried them put together? Yes. I don't believe. If it. I go to Burger King now, that's what they put on the freaking hamburgers. Uh, right. I mean, it's they're fine on their own. 
You know, ketchup's fine on its own. Mustard's fine on its own. And they're just glorious together. Yeah. No, there's certain things that you put mustard on, and there's certain things you put ketchup on. You put ketchup on a burger. You put ketchup on fries. You put mustard on a, a ham burger. and cheese sandwich, <laughs> and really that's about it, and a that's hot dog. It. That's it. Those are the two applicable things. Like, So at no point do they mix. Like, you no, don't. No. Really? I'm George Wallace in 1951. <laughs> Keep those things separate. Segregate the ketchup and the mustard. The worst. If God wanted ketchup and mustard to be mixed, he would have made ketchup and mustard mixed. All right. Uh, we've got 28 calls to get to and tickets to give away. So when we come back, you will literally, literally have 10 seconds to tell me what your favorite uh, white trash slash ghetto meal was at the poorest in your life. On Twitter, at Mark Aram, this is The Mark Aram Show. Let's make this official. Everybody, let's agree that MCs need a tissue. The folks, my only issue. I bet your mama miss you and I bet the... Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. All right, literally 10 seconds of call, please. JB's in Atlanta. JB, what was your go-to meal? Uh, peanut butter choker. What's a peanut butter choker? You uh, slap two pieces of bread together, put some peanut butter in it. It's <laughs> a peanut butter sandwich. sandwich. Sometimes I had a wish sandwich. That's when you uh, slap two pieces of bread together and you wish you had something in between. <laughs> I've done that before. I've just eaten wheat bread out of the freaking thing. Uh, Rogers and McDonald. Roger, what was your go-to poor meal? Black eyed peas and cornbread. Black, see, I couldn't afford any of those. I guess if I could, if I made the cornbread, did you make the cornbread? Well, I made the cornbread, just put the black eyed peas in the pot and let them do their thing. Yeah, that's a good one. Again, you don't want to be around people after eating that. Nancy and Flowery Branch. Nancy, what was your go-to meal? Peanut butter and mustard sandwich on either white or wheat bread. Shut up! And you splurge and put a a nickel pack of potato chips between them. Hold up. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Peanut butter and mustard sandwiches? Peanut butter and mustard. Stick up for her. Stick up for her long oh, That wait. doesn't mix. Chuck, stick up for her. That doesn't mix. Peanut uh, butter and mustard doesn't go I together. And neither does mustard and ketchup. Sure, it, yes, it, it, it does, a lot better than peanut does. butter and mustard. Nancy, bless your heart. Can I give you something? Okay. You, you want a prize pack? <laughs> yes. All right. You're going to the uh, fall home show. How about that? Oh, great. You got four pack of tickets to the home fo- uh, for the... Uh, Whatever that is, the fall home show. When does that happen? Whatever you fall. want. <laughs> no. Oh, thanks. Appreciate uh, it. No problem. Hang on the line. Chuck's going to get some information from you. Yeah, don't um, go anywhere. And uh, when you come to the home show, bring Chuck a peanut butter and mustard sandwich so we can try that out. Chuck's in Decula. Chuck, welcome to the program. Everybody clap your hands. We almost made a whole show without doing that. We almost made a whole show without doing that. Albert in Florida. Albert, welcome to the program. What's going on, brother? Hey, we talked before. Uh, I'm the one that uh, came back from Afghanistan, Iraq, made the zombie movie uh, Test Group. Uh, It's about to premiere, and uh, after having to serve all these people uh, for Crafty on set, man, it's been Little Caesars, man. It's the only way we could afford it. And I wanted to invite you to the premiere. It's uh, Halloween Eve in Roswell, so if you can make it. I might be able to give your listeners a couple of pairs of tickets, too. Dude, so. totally. Can you email me? Yeah, absolutely. You bet. Mark.Aram at WSBTV.com. On it. All right, Albert. Thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah, those hot and ready's. That's that's pretty good. Those are you, great. Yeah. David and Smyrna. David, what's cooking? 
Okay, so what I would do is I would um, get a can of Vienna sausages, slice the Vienna sausage in half, put it on uh, in between saltine crackers with some Texas Pete hot sauce. And how, how many of those would you eat? Oh, at least a can, if not two. But see, how, like how much does a can of Vienna sausages cost? Not very much. Uh, not very much. Because you don't get a lot of They're tiny, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, but you get like seven, seven of them. But, all right, if you add up all the, the Vienna sausages in one of those little things in a can, it's less meat than you're getting in a full-size hot dog, right? No, about the same. No. About the same? More. Probably about, like, two hot dogs. Maybe no, two, yeah, two hot yeah, dogs? Really? You can get the, like, the bigger ones or the Vienna, though they're a little longer. So I'm yeah, thinking maybe. they're tiny. No, no, I'm talking about the small small cans. Still, it's, like, at least one and a half. All right. Okay. I just, I mean, if you're, I just say, if, if you're going to buy that, get a freaking hot dog. Yeah. We used to go, um always search the discount aisle at the grocery store the yeah. stuff that's been way marked down and every once in a while they had a, a discount cooler and you could get the um, big kielbasas you know that were usually like four or five bucks you'd get them for like 99 cents because they were way past due get the expired like, yeah these are fine yeah exactly. throw those in some rice get some red beans and rice going you do gourmet. that for about two dollars um yeah let's do start of the show Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? It should go to me for actually doing show research and coming up with an actual story. Why not? But uh, I got to give it to Nancy for saying Taco Bell, two big ground beef gorditas. <laughs> she said it like seven times for me. Yeah. So we're going to give it to Nancy and Smyrna. That might be her first star of the show. It is the first one, yes. So Nancy's up on the yep, scoreboard. I'm, I'm being very... Buford's still very mad about where he's falling in the rankings as far as who's gotten. Well, what. he never works, man. <laughs> That's what I told him. He never him, works. Yeah, he's he's not he's not happy with where he's at. I should give it the trip for the new uh, rejoins too. Maybe you yeah. know on a day when we can't when, think day of when anyone, we don't got anybody yeah, else to give. Remind it to. me to give it to because he's never going to win it again because he's sh- uh, switch shifts. For, switch for good? Shifts. Is, like, I don't know. Oh, I don't okay. know for good, but we'll see. I didn't see. know. I, they bounce him around. So Drunk Kurt Schilling. Drunk Kurt Schilling. When I see him now in the mornings, he's sober Kurt Schilling. He looks like a new guy. <laughs> yeah, totally different right. guy. I was like, dude, you look fantastic. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, so uh, tomorrow, Lonely Tailgater. Thursday, Napoleon Dynamite. Friday, the guy from The Sopranos. Don't you eat. And uh, Sanjay in studio. And Publix. Oh, yeah. Pub- oh, you're not going to be here, Chuck, Thursday? Publix is coming oh, in with produce, yeah. Oh, nice. We're getting going to get taste those uh, cotton candy grapes on oh, Thursday. Oh, nice. I'm pretty excited about that. All right, we will continue the conversation on Twitter, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB, and Instagram, Mark Aram. In the meantime, though, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you eat pretty, baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't need no other loving, baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.